What you're about to listen to is a live study of Book of Matthew, and if you would like to take part in these live studies on either YouTube or Twitch, be sure to join our Discord where you can find a link to both channels and also a schedule. The Sermon on the Mount And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, last night... Your early morning, my last night. Yeah. My my early, early, early morning, basically. Very, very early morning, um, yeah. We were talking about this and how pretty much all of these Beatitudes as we go through them will talk about a specific um, position someone's heart has uh, in regards to, um, well, just their overall heart, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, blessed are the poor in spirit. We looked this up in the lexicon and it means yeah. essentially humble. Mm. Like a, a poor in spirit means lowly in spirit. So not proud. The opposite yeah. of being proud, the opposite, the opposite of, of of being, you know, uh, I'm so great, you know, like the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and so the entire Beatitudes express in a word the attitudes and... The be attitudes, like be like these attitudes is what mm. it kind of means, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Of a Christian, of somebody that has, I think it's Psalm 67. It says a contrite heart. Let me give me a second to look that yeah, up. Yeah, of course. You could also call it like the mindset Psalms of, 51, of someone 17. who's a, a true Christian <clears throat> and who has truly given their lives to God. Yeah, it, it, not even a mindset, a heart set. Yeah. If you, that's yeah. not even really a phrase, but if you could give it a yeah. phrase. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know? It's more than just your mind. It's it's your heart and your mm-hmm. mind and your spirit. It's your everything yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. So in Psalms 51, 17, it says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. And so, you know, other gods, when you sacrifice to them, you kill this or you, you know... Um, and I guess, I guess, in God in the Old Testament, you would kill like a lamb, confess your sins unto, and kill a lamb. But the true sacrifices of God versus chopping off someone's head or whatever, and like you know, mm. um, Mayan it, times or something. Yeah, yeah, that um, was really horrible. Is is that of a broken spirit and a contrite heart? So all these things, these broken spirit and contrite heart, we're going to go through that. And that's I really want you guys in your own, if you read this on your own, mm. to really try and understand and and list the things that it goes through so like you know the all the beatitudes it'll say humble in spirit it'll say all these things try and meditate upon that and understand what that means yeah and you'll get a sense of um what god is really asking of us and where we should be in our hearts and and Mm -hmm. how how how, basically how our attitudes are like how we conduct our life through these attitudes so let's, let's get into it let's read it yeah Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. That word mourn is like grief. Yeah, that's how I see it. Like you're you're uh, you're uh, grieving over something, or you're sad about something. Something that's affected you in a negative manner. Yeah, it, it comes from something. the word penthos, which means mm-hmm. to lament. Yeah, yeah, that is grieving, right? Lament means grieving. Yeah grieving yeah lamenting is like it's not even just like oh i'm sad it's 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 i'm 
desperately sad, like someone yeah. you love just died. Yeah, exactly. Like you just lost a loved one. Yeah, somebody who was very yeah. close to you. And by the way, when he's talking about mourning and grief, he's talking about over your sin. Yeah. So a true Christian has mourning over their sin. Mm-hmm. Like they're when you're not saved, you'd think your sin is fine. Yeah, and you don't. You don't really. You care. have absolutely like, eh. no mourning over it. Mm, you know, that's true. When the, when you hear the gospel, the Holy Spirit starts convicting your spirit. You understand yeah. um, that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. But a Christian yeah. will will mourn. Yeah. You know, like you'll have that sense of, um, my sin is so, so bad, and I I I just don't want to do this. It's like when I was lost in pornography. Right. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. God he healed me and saved me from that. Yeah, he did. Like I would mourn over that, you know? And so then someone could say, Well, you have seen your life, so therefore you're a Christian. No, not necessarily. Sometimes it's a battle. Sometimes yeah, you have to come to a place where you finally overcome it, like I did. Yeah. Um, and that took me many, many years. And it came with the help of Simon. Like mm-hmm. without Simon being there and being able to confess my sins onto him, I never would have, you know, been free from that. Um so, you know, it's it's not to say because you have sin that you're somehow not saved, but that you should, your attitude, your beatitudes, the attitude that you should have yeah. is a sense of mourning over it. Like, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there, there are things that I've done in the past that I, you know, looking back at it and after I've been saved and after I've been born again and I'm, I'm like, dang, you know, I realized how bad it actually was. But at the time I didn't. At the time yeah. I was like, eh, this is just how you live your life. You know, I just do whatever I want. Yeah. But now I realize my life the way I want. Yeah. Now I realize how bad it actually was and how how much I was transgressing against God without knowing it at the time. Well, you could you could argue that in my heart I knew it because of the moral law. Yeah, deep down, but you steered your consciousness and you did. Yeah, I seared my conscience and I pushed it away. You know, God would be like, "Hey, stop that!" I'm like, "No, no, I'm gonna do it anyway." (laughs) No, no, I knew what I want. Yeah. Blessed are wealth, right? There's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the satanic, you know. the enemy's uh, mantra, do what thou wilt. Yeah, it's funny how pretty much every religion but Christianity says do what thou wilt. And goes against everything Christianity teaches, right? It's, it's yeah. kind of like, huh, I wonder why that is. Hmm, I wonder why I wonder Christianity why that is. is the only one. Yeah. You know? But that's a topic for another day. We yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty deeply. Yeah. Know? Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so. Verse six. Or no, verse five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah number five. meek. Yeah. Yeah, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I remember we talked yeah. about this word meek before, and I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, um, it comes from the word uh, pre, pre... I mean, I don't speak Greek, so it's it means, <laughs> it means uh, gentle. Right. Um, and a, a better translation of the word meek um, is kind of to say... Uh, let me hang on. I'm just looking. I'm looking at the lexicon right now. I've always heard it interpreted as he who has a sword but but keeps it sheathed. Yeah. So it's like think of like um, what's his name in the Troy series? Achilles. Yes. He's amazing Achilles. with the sword. Yeah. Think of yourself as Achilles in the sense that you know you have great power, but you keep your sword sheathed. Yeah. That's meekness. And Jesus yeah. was meek. Very Jesus meek, was yeah. the God of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't yeah. even need to, he didn't even need the affinity stones to thap, snap. No, 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 he didn't. Existence. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't even need to snap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, he could have done so because he's so timeless. He could have done so 
from the beginning, you know? Yeah. So when you have the living God who created the universe come into the universe as a man, that's like pure meekness, you know? That is and pure meekness. At no point while you're beating him and killing him, does he say, that's that. You yeah, know? that's that. And, and, and turn back. on you and, and yeah. yeah. You know, well, so it wouldn't really amazing. be a fight if you chose to do it. It'd be like, Boop, no, there would be no fighting. Back. Would, <laughs> there's yeah. no, it's the end prepare. of it. That would be the end of it. How are you going to fight against a, yeah. uh, uh, an entity that created space time? You don't. I mean, you can try like the devil did. Look what happened to him. Like Thanos and all these characters, yeah. like the Hulk and stuff like that. It's like, there's, there's literally no competition. There's nothing they can do. No. Yeah. They'll just be like, okay. you're, you're, you're gone. Okay, so. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Yeah. That's like the attitude of a Christian. You know, we hunger and we thirst after righteousness. Yeah. And it's not everyone outside looking in who hasn't been saved sees this as, oh, you're doing religious acts. You don't understand that Christ is real, my friend. Mm -hmm. And that when you put your faith and trust in him as your sacrifice for your sins, knowing that you do have sins and you are going to hell if you do not yeah. repent and trust alone in Jesus Christ, that he gives you a new heart and you begin to thirst and hunger for righteousness. You say, I want to do things for God. I want to uh, live for him. Yeah. And, you know, and so that's something that, um, again, is an attitude of a Christian. Yeah. You want to give your life to God. Like I told people today in my evangelism, Give your life to the Lord so it belongs to him. It's no longer yours. But with that, in my opinion, giving your life to him, all the worries, all the concerns, all the anxiety, all the depression, all the negative feelings and emotions that you have, they will Mm -hmm. all be transferred onto him. They'll all go away. It doesn't mean you can't feel sad from time to time, but that overwhelming sense of depression or anxiety that some people have, it'll be taken away from them. It'll be transferred onto him. He'll remove it from you. He'll wipe away the tears. Yeah. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Yeah, the word merciful comes from Elio. Elio? L-E-E-O. 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 It means to have pity or mercy on, to show mercy. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. And if you show mercy, you you will also receive it. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Blessed are the blessed why, are though. Why? Why 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 do you why do you receive mercy because you give it? Yeah, I think it's important to understand the context. You know? Um because those who show mercy, those who hunger for righteousness, those who are humble in spirit, those that mourn over their sin, those who are meek are only so because they're saved. That is true. And so therefore, you receive mercy by God. Yeah. Uh, out of salvation. That's what it means. Yeah. And Jesus know? does command That's us to the love our enemies. Meaning of it. It's not so much like, hey, if you're nice to that guy, God will be nice to you. That's not what it no. means. It means no. that through salvation, because these kind of attitudes only come through someone who has been yeah. saved. That's true. And so he's saying, he's, he's basically listing all the character traits of a of a repentant salvation saved person, yeah, and he's then saying, "This is the outcome of it." So you shall inherit the earth. 
Yeah. What is Christ doing when he comes back? New heavens, new earth. We reign with him. Yeah. We inherit the earth. Yeah. And so this is clearly directed at uh, those with a truly repentant heart that that are not the ones who, ah, uh, you cast out demons in my name, you heal the sick, you raise it, and you do all these wonderful things in Christ's mm. name. Like talks about Matthew like twice about people that come to him and like, oh, we did all these wonderful things. And he's like, no, no. Yeah, no, no. You know, you have, uh, you were workers of iniquity. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they may have done all those things in his name, but they never truly knew him. They never had a relationship with him. Yeah. They just used his name as like a mask, you know, as an excuse. So like, hey, I did all this, these things in God's name. I'm such a great person. No, you're not. You suck. Yeah, and, we all suck. Yeah, exactly. We all suck. And if you never got to know him, if you never established a true relationship with him, how can he possibly know you? Because you never knew him. And yeah. so he'll, he'll, you know, yeah, push you away. Like, get out of here. Get out of here, yeah. <laughs> um, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Pure in heart. What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? What does it mean to be pure in heart? Clean is the word. Uh, un, 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 I wouldn't say I wouldn't say sinless because only Jesus was sinless, but pure. Oh, you are sinless. You are yeah, sinless. That's true. Of course, when you're saved, right? Because this is again about people that these are the people that are the sheep, not the goats. Right? That's the true. Bible in Revelation says he separates the sheep from the goats. It also says that he said there'll be two standing in the field, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what he's talking about. He's not talking about the unbelieving. He's talking about well, he is all he could be very well talking about the unbelieving as well. But I think he's also talking about the the fifty uh, percent estimated church members who go to church or claim to be Christian. Yeah, like this is just church. Like in the outside world, it's even a higher number. But in church, fifty percent of them claim to be Christian and they're not it's because there's no repentance. There's not no remittance of they sins. They just do there's the no, works, really. Yeah, they're just it's a religion for them. Yeah. So is. when atheists say, "Well, you know, Christianity is not a religion," they're actually true because fifty percent of so-called Christians. In evangelical churches, this is not including Catholics, because Catholics are like 99%, right? Yeah. Um, the majority of people in Christianity, it's a religion for them, and there's not a true repentant heart unto Christ. They will, like somebody in our Discord asked um, about saying grace before uh, a meal. Is, is am I supposed to do that? Yeah. It's like, it's a religion if you think you su you're supposed if you to do it. If you feel like anything. you have to do it, yeah. If you feel, yeah, if you feel if like it's compelled a, to do yeah. it out of habit, then it's a religion. Yeah. But giving things to the Lord before you have a cup of coffee or, or before you eat some food or something, there's nothing wrong with that. If you, if you do it because you're actually truly thankful to the Lord for what he's given you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, but it should never be, like you said, it should never be out of a, a, a sense of what's it called? Obligation or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. It should never be out of yeah. a sense of obligation. It should never be because you feel like you have to do it. It yeah. always has to be because you want to do it. Because a relationship works both ways. Yeah. When you have a relationship with someone, you do something for them and with them because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. If you ever, if you ever find yourself in a relationship with someone, whether it be a romantic relationship or a friendship or whatever, and you do things because you feel like you have to do them, that's not a healthy relationship. It's, it, and the same thing goes for God. You have to. You, you do it because you want to do it. You want to serve Him. You want to honor Him. You want to. That's not to say, though, that, you know, when when you say have to, you mean. Um, 
like or else is what you're kind of getting at right because like there are things that we have to do according to god you know there are ways that we have to treat people there are oh, yeah, ways yeah, that yeah, we yeah, are, of course. Like, yeah, there of course. is there is like it's not it's not ambiguous like it's like whatever you want goes it's like no the bible does ask specific things of how you treat people and this you have to do this it's not a choice um but i think what you mean is that like that that it's like you owe them something i don't i don't know i'm trying to understand what you're saying uh, um i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I mean that if you if you like um if you feel like um you're in a relationship with somebody and they they're like well you have to do this and that or you have to you have to call me every Sunday at three o'clock in the afternoon because that's something that I've requested of you or something that I that you have to do you can't not do it if it's like a, if it becomes like something that is an obligation I don't know it's hard to explain it's re- it's actually difficult to put words on it but. When you're in a relationship, you should want to do something for someone else. Yeah. You should want to call them at three o'clock every Sunday because you want to talk to them. If you're not, well, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. Yeah. If you love me, you will obey me. Exactly. Um, and if you love someone, then you you will want to do something for them. Yeah. You don't do it because you feel um, like you're obligated to do it. You will want to. You don't give them flowers yeah. on Valentine's Day because it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, you don't just do it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. You give them flowers on any, any other day because you want to. You don't necessarily do it on Valentine's Day. If you do it on Valentine's Day, that's fine. But you don't do it because it's Valentine's Day. Because then it's an obligation. You give yeah, them the flowers yeah. because you want to show them that Basically, you care. Basically, it's meaningless that's your ways. it's an obligation is what yeah, you're saying. exactly. That's what I'm trying um, to say. And, and the Bible definitely says these are the things that you are to do. Yeah, but the difference is with a repentant heart, you want to do those things. Where with an unrepentant heart, it's religion that you and you have to do it because otherwise you're going to hell. It's like no, that's not what the Bible teaches. Like you do good unto others because you want to, and yes, you are commanded to do that good, but you don't do it because of the command, but because um, you you want to give. It's like it's 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 a like we don't do this because God said do it or you're going to hell we do it because we want to love other people <laughs> yes. and we want yes. to share the gospel we want to bring as yeah. many people to heaven as possible we don't care if there's one person listening or zero people listening if there's somebody watching this as a video and it's only two people that watch it later on yeah one or one or two of those people consider christ that is all that matters we as many people as possible yeah. into the to gates of heaven to hear the actual gospel and to get saved it's not about yeah our youtube channel is not about fame it's not about hey look at me no, i'm gonna put not. my face on everything that's why our faces aren't on everything yeah it's because it's not about us it is all about bringing people to know christ yeah we want you to know him and to experience the love and joy that we have that is yeah. not a psychological effect it is a real thing yeah. jesus christ friends is real yeah the evidence for god's existence is overwhelming it is the evidence for christ's death and resurrection is overwhelming and then personal evidence that you get when you put your trust and faith in jesus is overwhelming it is. he is real he is alive he has power and he wants you to know him so please do consider that because the alternative it's like pascal's wager the alternative yeah. is pretty awful it and is. the Bible says that this hell was created for de- the devil and his demons. Yeah, it was. But if you actively refuse God, he's not going to force you to be with him in heaven if you've, re- if you've refused him. 
So our goal is not to get you to join our Discord so you can give us money or so you can no, get views. No, no, far from it. Yeah. Our goal is to provide a resource and a ministry for you yes. where you are because you know what? People in video games, that's why it's called Video Game Gospel. Um, people in video games are probably the the most secluded group of people on the planet yeah. that will never walk into a church, yeah. probably never be recommended a video on YouTube about Jesus. And unless they have a friend praying for them or someone in their life, they may never hear the gospel. So our it's kind of like it's kind of like a nation, you know, it's like we're going into the jungle, so to speak, of the internet <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're trying true. to reach people. It's a good way to put it. That's the ministry that God has called us to. And so we're happy that you're here, we're happy that you're listening. And we want you to know Christ. Yes. So turn to him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blessed nine. are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, right? Those that focus on creating peace among the nations, yeah. I could imagine that this is what it references. Because among the nations means like around the world. You know, going yeah. in between those that are fighting and say, hey, listen, stop it. Um, All right. You should love your it comes enemy. from the words um, Irene and uh, Poeo, which means, um, Irene means uh, one, peace, quietness, rest. And uh, Poeo means to make do. Yeah. So it's to make do, peace, quietness, rest. So, yeah. so to create um comfort in a sense yeah you know blessed are those who um create comfort among people you know that's a yeah. better way of saying it in my yeah. opinion to create yeah I agree. blessed are the people who create comfort among people for they shall be called the children of god yeah so it's like you're saying in your your um evangelism this morning yeah where um people are like uh, what did they say? It depends on what you're referencing because we talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about like, uh, uh, oh, someone was saying like, oh, does God believe, does God allow gay marriage? And like, yeah, he, like, he he asked whether or not I condone gay marriage. And I said that I don't because God doesn't, but yeah. that I don't condone. I, I said I, the reason that I don't condone gay marriage is not because I have any sort of an animosity or hatred or anything of the likes toward gay people. And they yeah, told me not. that they met Christians who said that they hate they hate gay people. And I told them, listen. Yeah, it's like those weren't Christians. <laughs> yeah, I told them, listen, if anybody comes to you and tells you that they're a Christian and then they tell you that they hate you for whatever reason, they're not yeah. true Christians. Yeah. Because true Christians are commanded to love everybody. Yeah. If you're an atheist listening to this, just go to Matthew 5 and look at the Beatitudes. And if someone is not acting in accordance to this... It doesn't mean necessarily they're not Christian, but generally in their life, they should be following this. Yeah, I agree. And if they're not, then they're probably not Christian, yeah. right? So if someone's like very hateful, like you see like the Westboro Baptist Church or whatever, they're like, God hates gays, God hates gays. Yeah. Here's the thing, Westboro Baptist Church. Listen really close and we get really close to the mic, okay? Go ASMR style. <laughs> God hates all sin. Yeah. And you... Are representing him you are doing what you're doing is you're carrying the lord's name in vain that's one of the ten yeah. commandments yeah and it says thou shalt not uh take the lord's name in vain well take is also like carry yeah uh move with you yeah using it thou shalt not stand in the place of saying i am a representative of god 
and take it in vain, whether it's yeah. just vainly screaming out Jesus is Lord yeah. or it's or it's saying we represent God. I mean, essentially what they're doing is completely anti-Bible. It's a cult it is. and it's not Christian. It no. is if Christian is what the Bible teaches. End of story. Yeah. It's not whatever people want to make it. It's what nope. the Bible teaches it. Yes. And so if people are not acting in line to that, they're not Christian in the same way that if, um, oh, how, how, what comparison to this? Anyone that, that we know, an institution that knows it's supposed to be a certain way and it doesn't follow that, then it's clearly not that institution. I mean, it's you could look at like the, the CDC, not the CDC, what they call it, the World Health Organization, which yeah. is allegedly the world, listen to the, to the title, the World Health Organization. You would think mm. that what they were focused on is taking care of the health of the people of the world. Yet we've yeah. seen time and time again evidence that the exact opposite is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So they have one title and you would think they would act because you know, based on that title and in accordance to it, but that's not what they're doing. If you find the evidence, you can see this is clearly not what's going on. Yeah. Because they're serving their own needs. Yeah, it's like it's like saying um, uh, this is coffee and it tastes like Coke or something. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Give you somebody mean? a glass of uh, red wine and say, yeah, this is Coke. That's not obviously not coffee. And in the same way, <laughs> it's obviously not Christian when someone's mm. hateful. Um, not, like no. there's that Pastor Stephen Anderson. He's like, I, if yeah. God gave me a button to kill gays, I would push the button till my finger broke. And it's yeah. just like, wow, it's dude. Horrible. Absolutely you horrible. Know, it's, like, it's like, do you realize that as soon as you push that button, you would drop dead? Yeah. And like you and your hate, like you're the first one who would go because <laughs> you're creating you blasphemy be by standing in the place yeah. of, of, you know, trying to say that, Hey, I'm, you know, a representative of God, but committing blasphemy. Yeah. You know, it's so. no wonder that a lot of people like those two people that I met in my evangelism today, the devil uses those people to turn people away from God. Yeah. You know, like he will, he will show atheists. Well, this is the re like, okay. So there's a guy on TikTok who, who, um, very briefly i tried to reach for the gospel yeah and he was like this is the reason why i don't believe in in, in christianity because he saw some catholic dude not give money when he clearly had money to someone who was poor mm. <laughs> and i'm like that's not christian man no nope. you know so whatever but that that's the a, devil that, uses the devil uses yeah. any of those so he uses the false christians you'll never the devil will never show you what a real christian's like no. What you're what you're witnessing in the Beatitudes is a real Christian. When yeah. people follow that, they're a real Christian. Yeah. Um but in the devil always show you like someone who's like a Catholic or a Mormon or something and, and then you'll yeah, that's Christian. It's because you don't understand. You don't yeah. understand what true Christianity is, and so he just tells you that it's Christian and you believe it. It's not. Yeah. Catholics are not Christians. No, Catholics believe in praying to Mary and to Paul and all yeah, these other things. They got statues nowhere of, in the of, Bible. Uh, idols. They have idols, you yeah, know, it's etc. etc. Et and they Bible says, call no man on earth father, yet they're like, call me father. I'm Father Shmuel. Yeah, and confess you know? your sins unto me. No, confess your sins unto God. Not yeah, to some the Bible dude does say confess your sins unto one another. Yeah. The Bible does say that, but it's in community. It's not yes. to a specific person. No. It's to your, you know, whoever God's put you with, right? Yeah, exactly. So we could go on and on for days. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about this for days. Yeah. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And when they when it talks about those that are persecuted for righteousness' sake, and you then go back up here to number six, mm -hmm. and it says, "Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, 
for they shall mm-hmm. be filled. And those that hunger and thirst after righteousness are the true Christians who follow the gospel. Mm-hmm. Which means that yeah, if you true. are a true Christian and a follower of Jesus, then what's going on here? You'll be persecuted for righteousness' sake. Yeah. But your audio cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just uh, pausing for emphasis. But for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. So it means that Christ promises us persecution for our love of righteousness. But in return, he also promises us the kingdom of heaven for our love yeah. of righteousness. Yeah. That love of righteousness comes from a regenerate heart through Christ. Yes, it's not exactly. even something we actively do. No, it's, just it's not that, something we do, yeah. Like you it's didn't either. just decide, like, you know what? I want to do righteousness now. Absolutely and that's what not. I'm going to pursue out of my own power. It's like, no, it that was like, no, no, here's a new heart. Other. And then you were like, yeah. you know what? I don't want to watch porn anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I didn't stop immediately. I didn't no. stop that from it's the first. Sanctification takes yeah. time. It's yeah. not like the moment I, I accepted Jesus into my heart. I was like, I'm going to stop like, doing this. You know, yeah, like new... <laughs> it wasn't like I just stopped these sinful behaviors from one day to the next. But I've slowly, slowly, God has worked on my heart and slowly shown me and made me realize that I'm dead to these things and I don't want to do them anymore. And I don't want not yeah. want to do them because I feel like, oh, I owe him. Blah blah. It's not out of the obligation we spoke about before. It's because I genuinely don't want to do it because I know it's wrong. I can feel within my heart that it's wrong. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So number 11 is on the next page in your Bible. Switch. Switch. Marked up something right here. God's people make a difference. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. I've had this. I've had this happen to me. Yes, you um, have. On um, multiple plethora occasions. of occasions. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I do a lot of TikTok and yeah. I respond to people. And sometimes I just leave comments about people who claim to be Christian yet espouse ideas like murder. Yeah. And espouse other ideas that clearly aren't right. Yeah. And I get attacked quite often whenever I leave a comment that strikes to the heart of the issue and calls people out in their sin. Uh, people really don't like it when you shine a flashlight on their darkness. They and really so, don't know. They will call. I've been called a pedophile. I've been called. I've been called many things, pretty awful things. Yeah. As a result of telling them that lying is not okay or that whatever, you know, it's this way. Creep people don't turn to Christ. It's like no, I'm just, I'm just calling it out for what it is. Sin is yeah. sin, my friend. Yeah. And you need to know that you are a sinner. And and in no way am I saying I'm somehow better than you. you Absolutely know? not. No. But if you want to read into that and put that in there, that's on you. But that's not yeah. what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. That's so, what you know when you when you stand for Christ, you will be persecuted, and people will say all manner. I mean, look at the Paul. We we're reading Acts, right? And yeah. look at what Paul went through. He'd go to town and town and town, city, 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 and he'd speak in the synagogues about Christ. And eventually, the Jews got so angry that they would um, essentially send mobs, like they would rile up the people. Like people hate it when you tell them of their sin. Yeah, people love their sin. They but love the, the darkness. They, what what you don't realize as a sinner, you love your sin. You don't want to give it up. I don't want to turn away from porn. I like porn. I like sex before marriage. I like all these things. Yeah, gives you pleasure. You don't realize that what you're trading is dirt for gold. Yeah, God is offering you gold, and and you'll only understand once you accept the gold and you go, wow, why did I want to hang on to those things? It was like eating dirt. Yeah, and it, it, it's like when you get to heaven and and um, 
the things in heaven are going to be so much more fulfilling, so much more love, joy, happiness that people ask, like, is there sex in heaven? If you asked for sex in heaven, people are like, why would you want to eat dirt? <laughs> like that's what that would be the comparison. It's like yeah. dirt is gross and nasty. It's like literally taking dirt and start shoving it down your mouth. That is what our sin is like. And we don't realize we think it's chocolate cake, but it's it's dirt. And yeah. then God shows you what real chocolate cake is. And then you go, wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's that paradigm shift with, like we did with um, the guy Frost that we interviewed. Yeah. Um, um, where it says like uh, someone came onto a bus and a man gave him a seat. Was that a good thing? And then the person usually answers, yeah, that's a good thing. You know, it's a blind person needs a seat. Give him a seat. Right. Yeah, of course. That's and, a nice thing. And then it says actually a bad thing. And that guy got fired for it. You know why? And the person goes, I don't know why, because I was the bus driver, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so it's what's called is a paradigm shift. When you get yeah. more information, it changes your, your, it completely shifts to the opposite side, mm. your viewpoints and things. And right yeah. now in your sin, you think all these things are great. But when God shows you what real greatness is, you'll be like, oh, why did I ever think that was great? And so people yeah. don't realize they're holding on to your sin just to go to hell when you're, tra it's, it, I don't know. It's like the, any, the best thing you could ever think of you're trading that for the worst thing imaginable. It's like, it's complete opposite. You know, it's like, you got to wake up and realize what God's offering you is eternal life and love and joy. You know, it's like, why trade that for like, yeah, I'm going to watch porn. Why do you feel good when you watch porn? Does it fill you with joy and happiness? Do you feel less like you want to take your life? No, you don't. Only Christ can fill that gap that's inside of you, my friend. I like that little emphasis there, the little tap. That's good. <laughs> that's, a little, that's my body language. That I mean, I can attest. See. I can yeah. attest to that, Chris. When I was watching yeah. porn um, after the fact, I felt empty inside more than yeah. more so than yeah, after. You know, I used it to yeah. pleasure myself for a short bit, and once it was done, I was like, "Dang!" Now I feel like poop. Yeah, like trash. Yeah, like a, it's like a drug addict. When, so when you're on, on the drugs, that? you feel why really good, but afterwards, why? you feel like poop. What the effect takes Why, off. Yeah, what are you getting out of it? You're getting nothing but more and more depressed, more and more like wanting to take your life. That's the problem with addiction you know? is that it feels good in the moment. But once the feels good in the effect moment, wears Christ off, you, you feel really bad that. about it afterwards. Yeah. And the way that he sets you free is, again, through repentance mm -hmm. and trusting alone in his work for you. So it's not yeah. just repentance alone. You can't say, I'm sorry, God, and then continue to sin. Don't play no, the hypocrite. It's not a free ticket um, to, to sin. Absolutely not. No, don't play the hypocrite. No. You know, it's like if you if you turn away from your sin and say, I don't want to do this anymore. The Bible says that Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. Yeah. He knocks. Any man who lets him in, he will stop with him. Yeah. And so you let him in and he changes you from the inside out. Yeah. Do it. Do it now. Come on, do it. <laughs> All right. So verse 12. Okay, so. <laughs> Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were which were before you. Yeah. So it's like, in fact, many of the apostles were were like happy that they were going to persecution. Like, woo, we were chosen, you know? Yeah. Like they were yeah. They were they were pumped about it, you know? Because they knew what was coming, you know? They, they know what it means. Yeah, they know what it means. It's like, yay! Salt and light. Salt and light. God's people make a difference, is what it says in our Bible. Where? Uh, um, on page 758, it says God, 
God's people make a difference. Verse 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, where are you? <laughs> so, yeah. I can point to salt it on, and light uh, in webcam. your... Like, right, yeah. God's people make a difference right there. And I've actually outlined this section here, verse 13 through 16 for some reason. I guess it, it struck me when I read it at some point when I was reading Matthew. I don't know why, but I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? Is it thenceforth the good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men? I've heard a lot of people talk about the whole salt of the earth, and then I've heard different interpretations on what it actually means. I've heard some people talk about this being the salt of the earth means to nurture the earth because the soil gets nur- uh, nutrition from salt. Like, uh, what's it called? Uh, is it... A, is it a, what is salt? There's like a... Is it potassium? No, that's not salt. That's uh, sodium. Sodium, yeah, because because the the soil gets nutrients from the sodium and other stuff. And then I've heard yeah. some people talking about the salt of the earth as being something that preserves. Mm-hmm. So it, it preserves that which is. So instead of destroying, it actually preserves it. Yeah, there's like a lot of analogies you can apply to salt. Yeah. I mean, it like, you know, if you got infection, it can help with that. Yeah, exactly. Um. You put salt in your wounds. You know it's not as good as other things, but it can help. You know, because yeah. bacteria can't really grow in salt. Um, yeah, and so it can help kind of like clear out bacteria, and you can put on antiseptic leaves and stuff like that to, you know, if you're in the wild or something. You know, yeah. Um, consult your fists to preserve them so they don't go bad. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, or if you look meat, back and cure meat with it. Yeah, yeah, that's what they used to do. Like they didn't yeah. have fridges. So to transport meat and stuff, they would just slather it in salt. Just yeah. the salt was like crazy. People just salt everything, and so you didn't really have to salt your meat because it was already salty. You know, <laughs> you got a kidney failure or the salt, like ah, too much. Yeah, well, it's actually really easy for your body to get rid of salt, but it's really impossible for your body to survive without salt. So it's that's true. Yeah. Better to consume more salt than less salt because your body yeah. can just get rid of it. You know, of course, it putting more stress in your body, so in moderation. But yeah, everything in yeah. moderation. They used to use. They used to consume six times the amount of salt that we do, and they had proportionally far less heart disease. It's the same thing in uh, Asia. They use about six or seven times as much salt as uh, North American com- countries because kimchi and all these other things that are highly salty. Yeah, and and, uh, and they have far less heart issues. So the the the, the whole, whole idea that that salt causes heart problems is dumb. It's actually the opposite. Of course, of course, it's the opposite. You know, it seems like the North American health system is all about killing people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it does it is, seem that way. <laughs> you know, that I'm not laughing because it's funny. People. Just to those listening, I'm not laughing no, because it's, it's funny. It's ridiculous. Dude. It, what it's can just, you do it's but laugh? dumb. Yeah, it's just like, what, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's going on here? Um, we are the salt of the earth. Is you know, salt is something precious and something yeah. that gives something. Preserves. Preserves and gives life and gives yeah. flavor and gives whatever. It's like, yeah. you know... um. I think there's many. I don't have much to say about it right now, but I think there's no. a lot that you can pull from it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, we're not biblical scholars. We just kind of do our best to do um, exegesis on these verses to the best of yeah. our knowledge <laughs> and experience yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, wait. Hang on a second. I actually want to look up salt All in right. this context. It's from the word "halls," which just means salt. Um, that was great. That was great. Uh, uh, thing thing 
That's so great. Yes, it'll be okay. So great. Comes saltless. Comes from the word moros, dull, stupid, foolish. So I, I think it's like it's referencing, um, you know, Christians that fall away. Yeah, that's what it's talking about. Yeah, that that makes sense. If the salt has lost its savor, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, then wherewith where shall it be salted? Then what, what do you do yeah. with it? It's, 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 you throw it's it worthless. Out. Yeah, it's worthless. And it's, it's talking about apostasy, I think. You know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it's the same thing that the Bible says, that if someone comes to the place of repentance and trusts in Jesus and then turns away from him to, to a life of sin, rejects Christ, yeah, you're you're done. There's no... I know we're done. And then, there's then no, we're done. <laughs> there's no more salvation for you. If you come to the point of true repentance, like me and Simon, and you're like, okay, I repent of my sin, I trust alone in Jesus Christ, and then, you know, you get into the faith and you did everything. And then you just decide, you know what? I'm going to go right back into sin, reject the Bible, reject Christ and go into being a life of an atheist. You've sealed your fate. Yeah. It doesn't mean that if you sin, you're somehow, you know, going to hell or something as a Christian. So I got to be really clear about that. This is specifically people that repent, meaning they completely turn away from their sin. They understand the gospel. They understand that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. They accept him as their Lord and Savior. They want to live for him. And then they somehow come to the point where they decide, you know what? I don't want this life. It's like, for me, I think that's pretty much near impossible for anyone to do. Um, but if someone does that, you're done. You yeah. Know, there's no, there's, it's, I'm sorry. That's, that was a really bad decision. And so I think, you know, um, there is a teaching that we haven't really looked into it, but it's like a sin unto death. Like God will just like cut you off and like yeah. bring you to heaven before you go too far. Yeah. Um, especially if you're not aware of it, but I don't know. I don't think it's a very, I don't think it's quite common for someone to come to a place of true repentance and then turn no, back to the world. So. But I, I don't know, but I, I could imagine that. I don't think it is either. Anyone who's apostate has done that. Yeah. So anyone that is like, you know, believing in prosperity gospel and all that stuff and like just gives their whole life to it, not even just like considers it. Cause I used to believe in, I didn't really ever believe in prosperity, but I used to dabble in some of those ideas. That's mm-hmm. different. I'm talking about someone that's like goes full on Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. It's like he's Abraham done. Abraham blessing. He's done. <laughs> two you know? demons. There's two full of demons. That's why I need 17 planes. And <laughs> yeah. That guy's going to yeah. H-E-L. H-E double hockey, hockey sticks. Okay. Let's read to 16. All right. Unless you want to keep going uh, farther. 14? You had the light of the world? Yeah. Read to 16. And then. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, what? What are you talking? I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Ye are the light of the world. I love this uh, this this scripture here. This is a really good analogy. Mm-hmm. A city that is set on an, on a hill cannot be hid. Neither yeah. do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, yeah. and it giveth yeah. light unto all that are in the house. Yeah. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Yeah, it's all about Christ. It's all about God. Yeah, it's all about God. Bring the glory to God, not to yourself. Don't stand on a stage like you see some of these prosperity preachers uh, standing on a stage and essentially turning Mm -hmm. what should be a sermon into a rock concert. I have an experience with a prosperity person. This person was very rich, um, owned a few coffee shops, and this is when I was going to a church in Winnipeg called Springs Church. That's it. And back to Winnipeg. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. 
And I remember I was struggling at the time. I was very young and I was on my own. I was very young. I was on my own at 16. And uh, I was struggling to pay rent that month. And uh, I went to this person and I said, hey, would you be able to help me? The rent was like $383. And he said, no, I'll just pray for you. The Bible actually specifically tells you not to do that. (laughs) Um, And so uh, as we're talking about prosperity gospel and people of prosperity, um, when it says, let your light shine before men so they may see your good works, Mm -hmm. what we do in our discord is that we are shining our light before men and and our discord is a service unto you so that you may glorify the father in heaven you may see what it is that we do and glorify the father which is in heaven whom has empowered us to do such things yeah and so what you won't see out of false christians or false converts or whatever is you won't see that you ask them for help they have you know you know let's say a million dollars in the bank account they don't care yeah they don't care they They won't help you because they're not they're not saved no and their god is not their god is not god their god is again remember ladies and gentlemen to look at um the beatitudes the very beginning of our um bible study today yeah and study the beatitudes study those and study yourself compare these against yourself and if you if you'd like any prayer you'd like to ask questions about the bible you'd like some help or whatever join our discord and we want to hear from you um you can ask it privately if you'd like or you can ask it publicly, but we're here for you. Yeah. We're here to service you. We're here to help you along in your journey of salvation. We're here so that you may know Christ and uh, be a service unto you as God has called us to be. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. Always it remember is. that. Yeah. Well said, brother. <laughs> okay, sweet. So that's that. <laughs> yeah. That's the Bible study. Thank you guys so much for, for being here. And um, we'd like to pray with you before you go, unless Simon, Simon, you have something else you'd like to add? No, I just want to respond to Vanessa because she just made a comment. Oh, she did. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry she, for being she late. She apologized. My... Yeah. 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 Totally forgot what day it is. Um, that's okay. I mean, this is going to be saved as a video as well. Yeah. So um, it's saved on YouTube as a video, so you can always reference it. And, uh, you can always. Uh, <laughs> 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 I love that it happens. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can always reference it and you can always watch the whole thing. We talked about the Beatitudes today and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, we also put it on. Uh, we also put it on the podcast as a. At yeah, we point. also put it in a podcast form yeah. as well. So yeah, at some point, you know, it's... all of our content on VGG goes into a podcast in yeah. case people just want to listen to it while they're on the run or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. just another resource for people to hear the gospel. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's do a prayer yeah. and uh, let's let's get out of here. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you so much for everyone that's listening and has listened to the Bible study today. Lord, pray that you open their eyes of understanding. You send angels their way, that they may come to know you and understand your word and understand what you're calling out of them, that they may turn away from sin, repent completely from that sin, and trust alone in you, Lord, that you will raise up more and more people in these last days that have a heart, just like the Beatitudes, that want to serve you and hunger and thirst for righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You're so good at that prayer stuff. <laughs> I, I have the gift of the gab, okay? It's, it's nothing. It's um, just, you're, you're, you're really good you know. at it. Whenever, every time I try to do it, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say. It's easy <laughs> when I do it by myself, and I know that you told me to talk yeah. to God when I do it, but it's, it's like when I put on a spot, it's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know what it is? It's, it's that whole thing of 
leaning on your own. Yeah, it's true. Uh, power and authority. Yeah. You know, leaning on your own. God's like, why are you trying to do this by your own power? That's what he said to me. Remember, he taught me that just recently. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Why yeah, are you trying you, to do this yeah. by your own why power? You, yeah. You have to stop relying on you and trust in me. Let me work through you, you dingus. You know, and um, <laughs> it, that's what it comes down to. Is you're you're kind of focusing on, you know, how do I do this the best way? It's like no, yeah. it's not about me. It's about Christ. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to learn, ladies and gentlemen, to um, stop focusing on yourself and to start focusing on Christ. Yeah. That's the message for you. Stop focusing on yourself yeah. and start focusing on Christ. Stop living your, your life for depression, you. Live it for him. If you have anxiety and depression, it's because you're focusing on yourself. Yes. Focus on what God wants out of you. Focus on God. Stop looking at your life, your feelings, you, 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 you. If, if in your mind, all you see is you in the mirror, in your own mirror, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You need to stop looking at you and look to Christ. Look at yeah. who his characters. Learn about God. Learn about, put your eyes upon him yeah. instead of focusing on yourself. And he will he will certainly bless you when you do that. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. Well, yeah, uh, we appreciate it. See you next uh, every second Sunday. We do this. Uh, Discord there. If you join the Discord, there is a or if you're in the Discord, there is a Bible study schedule, and it tells you all the dates and the times. 